Hi, everybody. Welcome to the tallest episode of Pockets Full of Soup ever. That's right. My chair is ridiculously tall. Yeah, and mine's not as tall. So, actually, Mark is taller than me in yeah. real life. That's uh, why we, we gave you the tall chair, but it didn't matter. It made you super tall anyway. Yes. Now, so I am tall. All, all I am I am the tallest of them all, like it's, Yertle the Turtle. I'm finally not the tallest. You familiar? I'm very, yeah. Very excited. No, you familiar with Yertle the Turtle? No, I'm not. He's a uh, Dr. Seuss book. And, okay. Uh, my favorite Dr. Seuss story is Yertle the Turtle. Yeah, he was the king of all that he saw. So you're happy to be what you are. I am, but okay. things ended badly for Yertle. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, it's a story. It's a, actually a very <laughs> oh, subversive no. story. It's kind of wonderful. Well, he kind of deserved it. <laughs> This yeah, a weird Dr. Seuss book. No, it's great. No, Dr. Seuss was uh, he was really, really subversive dude. Like, yeah, yeah uh, he, he was teaching all kinds of lessons about nonconformity and sure. uh, do, yeah. And, uh, Yertle the turtle is one of the best ones. Yertle the turtle <laughs> built a tower made of other turtles. Like he made them stand Rude. on top of each other, and he was on top. And because he was the king of all that he saw, yeah. he kept having to build up higher and higher. This one little turtle at the bottom, he just keeps complaining. His name's Max, and Max is like, "Hey, it's getting really heavy down here. Yeah. I kind of need a wow. break." And Yertle's like. Ian I'm the king. It. Yeah, I'm the king. I'm not, I'm not, I can't hear you. You're but way you know, down there. But you know what happens? What happens? Max sneezes. Oh, no. And when Max all, sneezes, all comes, the entire tower comes crashing comes, down. Comes crashing down. Like yeah. the proletarian. Max, Max the turtle proving the power of the common man. Showing where real power comes from. That those who rule are propped up by those who serve. But they also serve at the, at the whim and whimsy of a single sneeze. We learned something today. We did learn something. We're going to learn more, too, hopefully. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Pockets Full of Soup, the doc world's number one Dr. Seuss podcast. Yeah. No, and not... tall. <laughs> yeah, the tall cast. I'm your host, Jared Petty. I'm here today with Mark Medina. Hi. Mark Medina, uh, where Hello. do where do folks know you from? Um, I'm assuming IGN. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody before me. Uh, yeah, not all. I, they're not, not all IGNers, actually. No, not all. no, no. We're, we're diversifying. Oh, wait. No, I saw a few episodes there. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. My bad. Um, you have failed us. I know, especially since we don't know when this is going up yet. So. No, we don't. No, who knows? <laughs> it could it's, be everybody. <laughs> it's 2031. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, yeah. So I work at IGN with you. Yeah. And we uh, we play a lot of video games. And we have a lot of fun. You have a neat job at IGN. I do. It's pretty fun. I play video games and make cool videos. And when I see something fun, I'm like, hey, I want to share this with the internet. And, so it's you, a really cool job. You capture a lot of gameplay. Yes, I it's do. A, it is a real cool job. And also very, very important to what we do. So today <laughs> on Pockets Full of Soup, we're going to start with a question that we, well, always start with until I decide to change it. But before I ask it, I do want to thank our Patreon producer, Robert Nieder, whose generous support helps make this show possible. Thank you, Robert, so very much. For thank you, you Robert. I, he didn't prep me for that. No, no. Well, I, I'm thanking you anyways. Yeah, well, we want to thank Robert. Yeah, Robert, thank you. He may, helps make this happen. So Sweet. And indeed, thanks to all you guys guys for watching and listening sure. let's jump right in okay. uh tell me about somebody you're thankful for i knew you were gonna ask that you did how did you predict <laughs> it's it's like every episode <laughs> i've watched him <laughs> okay so let's see so uh what was the question again yeah who are you thankful for tell me about somebody you're thankful for yeah so somebody i'm thankful for is gonna be my nephew jackson your nephew jackson my nephew jackson okay. with an x with an x with an x how do you spell it j-a-x-o-n nailed it that's how you spell it jackson jackson wow okay that's a groovy <laughs> name that's like part mortal Kombat character yeah, he's super cool right yeah it's like jacks yeah jackson alexander if he were like a if he were like a civil war general he'd be like stonewall jackson but with an x you kind of kind of groovy there he's jacks from uh the motorcycle show yeah i forget what it was called yeah absolutely i don't uh he's like jack and dexter if you put them together you get jacks yeah because there's an x and dexter oh yeah so anyway jack anyway. nephew. Um, my nephew so um what do you want to know what do we, where do people usually go <laughs> well let's let's start here uh sure. the audience doesn't know who jack's your nephew is other right. than he's related to you somehow so let's talk about <laughs> where'd you meet jacks so uh i met jackson a week after he was born <laughs> and uh basically the reason i'm thankful for him the reason he has impacted me so much is because he was actually my foster child for really? about seven or eight months i don't know exactly and i'll tell you why <laughs> so um yeah so he he went under mine and my wife's care and uh it changed just a lot <laughs> and that's mainly why i'm thankful for him is i feel like i'm a different person than i was a year ago 
because of him. You know, I've been married for, I've been with my wife for 13 years. We've been married for nine of them. And for eight of them, we had no children. And then all of a sudden, we had a child. And it, we had a week's notice. <laughs> okay, so this begs a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to have a lot of follow-ups here. Um, sure. First, uh, how old was Jax when he came into your care? So he was one month old, pretty okay. much to the day when he came into our care. Okay. Yeah, and we had pretty much nothing. We went and, you know, like did the processing for him to come into our care. And uh, they were like, okay, we'll let you know by tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had nothing in our house <laughs> so then we where were you living at the time so i was living at home i, I i'm from uh the central valley of california which is uh so i lived in a town called hanford which mm-hmm. is right by fresno so rural california then. yeah okay very, you, and very were you and your you and your wife both from that town yes well okay. i was born in kansas mm-hmm. she was born in hanford but i've lived in hanford my whole life and okay. so is she so a small California town, not the yep. not the L.A. California you think of no. in the movies, or the San Francisco California the that you think hot, of. The hot, dry fields everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not not the California you necessarily think of if you're not from here. No. Uh, so they're in a small town together, mm-hmm. and your nephew comes into your care. Now I have to ask, yeah. how did this come to be? So I won't go into a ton of detail, okay. but obviously it was a a you know protective services case okay so and that's that's why he was then given to us um and we didn't know how long we were going to have him we were first told two or three weeks Mm -hmm. then we were told it could possibly be forever then we were told it would be months and months and we had no idea so we no wait a minute two or three weeks then forever then my right <laughs> but you're sitting there in a situation something's happening yeah and you and your wife who have no kids and are living in how, how large a space just you know like the size you know, we're in my apartment right now this is basically the size of my apartment back home so two like a, a, a small two-bedroom yeah. apartment mm-hmm. um where were you working i worked for i was a uh, technician for a fry's electronics okay, so, so you- it's like a retail store, but I, I worked in their like warehouse, basically mm-hmm. fixed video game consoles. Okay, so you were you were a technician. Your mm-hmm. wife was working. She worked at Fry's Electronics. Okay, she uh, worked in the office part of that same warehouse. Okay, so you both worked in a warehouse for a retail chain. Yes, at that point in mm-hmm. this in the town there together, living in a small apartment, eight yep. years, no kids, and. Yep. Working the same amount of hours, 40 hours a week, same time. We drove in together. We came home together. And in a very quick period of time, you find out, hey, you may be needed to keep this very small child. Yes. And it might be for a few (laughs) days, but maybe it will be forever? Yes. (laughs) And do you just have to sign off on that in that moment? Like, I mean, how does that work? That's when you ask yourself, do we sign off on it? Like, do we agree to do this? And, And the answer was, of course. We agreed to do it. So we okay, now it. you say of course. That's a that's a pretty big decision for of course. How well, did that how did that discussion go? Well, um, my wife loves children and has wanted children and it was it was when we got married in nineteen, she told me if we don't have a kid by twenty one, twenty two, you know, there's gonna be problems. So you were nineteen years old when you we, got married. We were nineteen when we got married. Wow. Then twenty one, twenty two came around, and I had bounced around a few jobs. She worked at Target. She worked there for eight straight years or seven straight years. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then it was like, well, by the time I'm twenty four, and then it was twenty five and twenty six, and now we're twenty eight. <laughs> but this was when we were twenty seven, and uh, still no kids come along. Still no kids because it was one of those things where they say if you wait till you're financially stable to have children. You'll never have children. But it was like, we knew we weren't financially stable to have yeah. children. So we didn't have children. But then a situation comes along and very suddenly you make a decision and it's based yeah. on, did you make this decision based on your desire to have a child in the house? Did you make it based on the, where would Jackson have gone if it wasn't you? Right. So he would go into, you know, a foster house. Okay. A, a foster house unconnected with the family. Unconnected with the family, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this you is knew a, Jackson ahead of time. You'd known yeah, him so since, he, since he'd been around. So this was a baby my wife had held... Yeah. And we had visited and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden it was like, he's in foster care. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want him? Yeah. And we're like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you make that decision. So tell me what it's like. I mean, where did you, uh, do, do you go to the, how does the baby pickup work? Uh, we, we get a call the next morning 
and uh, they're like, they're like, we're gonna let you know in like a couple hours. We're like, okay. So I'm at work, and I'm just like checking my phone like every five seconds because yeah. it's a loud place. And finally, they call, and I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. Leave. Go and pick him up. Just tell your boss, I, I got to go. I got to go pick up my new baby. Well, I had already told him, yeah. this is what's happening, and it's probably going to happen today. So I'm out of here the second they call. And he was like, okay. So um, basically what we did was we're still in good contact with my sister. Okay. So she basically gave us his stuff. So Jackson's mother gave you his... His bassinet clothes okay. bottles okay. whatever she had mm-hmm. whereupon was, was Jackson... now in my apartment <laughs> okay. and where was jackson at that point so he wasn't with us yet this okay. was you know a couple days before yeah. so then so you got the place the ready you get the yeah, call the place is ready we got the bassinet set up all of a sudden in my apartment there's baby stuff yeah next to my gaming pc and my playstation 4 there's baby toys yeah <laughs> very weird and uh so i go and get him and and I instantly went on vacation. So I had a I had a week vacation built up. All right. Saved for that moment. And so. that became learn how to be a dad. <laughs> so yeah. uh, let me let me start here. I'm sure you've been thinking about kids. You you and your wife got married when you were nineteen years old. Yes. Very young. Very you're young. saying you wanted to have kids when you're young. Very important to both yeah. of you when when you're twenty two. You had years to think about what having children was gonna be like. Yeah. What was the first surprise? <laughs> Man. They cry a lot. <laughs> you didn't expect that part? I, I I don't know. It's like when I was with him, he wasn't crying. <laughs> when I was with him, he wasn't crying. Oh, when when you were visiting him. Every okay. time I visited him, he was good. He's just like, hey, I'm a tiny baby. I'm doing fine. Turns out they cry a lot and go to the bathroom a lot. Okay, so let's talk about those two things. First, the crying. So you bring him home. Yeah, so I bring him home, and I'm like, I text Amanda, and I'm like, hey, I'm at, I'm here at home with the baby. I'll come pick you up in like an hour because she hadn't got off work yet. Okay. And uh, I'm just like sitting there and I'm just like, he was, he was like asleep, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was just like on Facebook. And then I'm like, like he wasn't crying instantly. That that was just you know what you're like things, holding so. the baby and you're like on Facebook. Are you like Doctor Spocking or what? Are you just like, <laughs> I'm like, just like, help. I'm what just do like, I, do I don't with know this what small to do. Person? Like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. Okay. Except for just watch him exist. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, here's a baby. Yeah. Because again, he's he's how old you said? Uh, one month. <laughs> one month. So not exactly like Jackson's developed a great deal of personality. Not yet. He's kind of a tiny. He's, like, he's not much. He's he wasn't one for conversation. At, at, at that the time. age, they're just past the tiny raisin person <laughs> stage, right? Right. Yeah. And and right. Uh, very small. You're there with him, and he's crying a lot. And and so in that first hour or so, I was fine. But then it becomes. Yeah, so then, so then we have them that day. Everybody comes over. My mom, her parents, everybody comes over. This whole like baby meet and greet, I guess. And then, even though they had all met him, <laughs> and uh, and so we're like, okay, this is this is cool. Like, and then everybody leaves. Yeah, how dare they? And it's just you again. <laughs> and it's just me and me and Amanda. Yep. And he's up every hour. Yeah. And it was like that for. Eight months. It's just like that was the beginning of eight months of not more than one hour of interrupted sleep. Yep. So okay. we we so and you just didn't realize it was going to be like we did. We did not realize that that's what it would be. Like literally, you lay down and next thing you know he's going again, and you're just like, okay, I'm back up. How yeah. did how did that affect your well, so, your your perception of what was going on? Like, so after, like oh. after my first week, after my week, we we you know like he would go to various babysitters. Eventually, we're like, this isn't going to work. Amanda's going to have to. This is after your week of vacation. After my when week of vacation, you realize, okay, so we're back. We got this baby. So somebody's going to keep him during the day when one or the other of us is at work. Well, well, we both worked at the same hour. Okay, so you have this. You, so you have so like a nine-hour window that you got to have a right, but you got to pay a babysitter. So then eventually we're like, well, luckily we had a few volunteers. Okay, that's a good start. <laughs> so so we we got a babysitter. Um, so yeah, he was a he was a tough. I will say, you know, at the beginning he was a tough baby, and it was a learning experience. Um. But it definitely changes you. It, it, it you go from like what video game am I gonna buy next? How am I gonna do this? I'm gonna spend money on my car. Like I had just like bought new headlights for my car, and that was three hundred dollars. And I'm like, I couldn't even imagine spending that money now. Yeah. Like I have a kid now, 
and suddenly you get money and stuff like that but it's not right away and it's not a lot and And it's meant to make his life better right not yours and your wives in in, in a material way yeah well so then what happens next is amanda has to quit her job because this the babysitting thing just wasn't working out yeah and she's calling in a lot i'm not able to go in today so eventually we're just like you're gonna have to quit So suddenly you have a new infant baby. Yep. You're not getting any sleep. Yeah. Baby goes to the bathroom a lot, like you mentioned earlier. That does happen. And that requires probably probably about normal. Yeah. Baby would. What baby does, but baby baby gotta go to the bathroom. More than me. And now (laughs) you're on one income from a technician's job in a warehouse. Which is not very much. Barely over minimum wage. So wow. Yeah. We're not done yet. Okay. Then, <laughs> a week later, mm-hmm. I get an email yeah. from Mr. Brian Malkowitz. Okay. person I had never met before in my life. Okay. Never heard of him. For those of you that don't know, Mr. Brian Malkowitz <laughs> of Ye Old IGN. Yeah, he's one of our producers. He's yeah. awesome. Um, I get an email from this person I had never met saying, hey, we hear you've been applying at IGN. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come try a Try to do a freelance project for us. Uh, come work for four days up in the IGN office. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and do this project. And I'm like, well, shoot, I forgot I had applied there. <laughs> yeah, this is all from way earlier in this process. This is for from, all this yeah, happened, right? Exactly. Okay. Now you're again. You're working. Um, you're working in a warehouse. You're, you've been working. Working technicians work. Yep. You've always been working in retail. You're in a small town in California. You mm-hmm. dreamed of doing something different. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you don't have a college degree at this point, right? No. Okay. <laughs> and and you've been sending in applications, mm-hmm. doing good work, improving what you do. Yeah. Trying on... to somehow break into the industry that I love. But then you have an opportunity to bring this young man into your life. You bring right. him home, and then from before all that, for, a call from comes. Three and a half years of trying. A call comes like, hey, you want to come? Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you've never, um, if you're not familiar with with the industry that we work in and our day jobs at IGN, it is not easy to break in. It's not super easy. That call is going to come once ever, maybe in in, in 10,000 applications. You know, it's it's not common. Probably never. Yeah. I had tried applying over two, three years, you know. And it was always nothing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, something. <laughs> so, what in the world did the... I assume you and Amanda looked at each other. So, I go home and I'm just like, what do I do? Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, for the most part, we assume this is going to be temporary. Yeah. She's like, you've been trying to work at IGN in the video game industry for three years. I guess you're going to go. I'll see you in four days. Luckily, I know somebody in San Francisco. Uh, mm-hmm. My friend Joel. So I stayed with him, worked in the IGN office for four days. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. And they're like, okay, if we have anything else, we'll let you know. Now, while this home. is going on, your wife's staying home back in your yep. hometown, which is how far away from San three, Francisco? Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. And yep. she's there with Jackson. She's there with Jackson. How's Jackson during all this? He's you know, he's he's normal. He's good. My wife is, is great with kids, yeah. luckily. So everything's good. Except for she's just now having to do it by herself. That every hour of him waking up, is, no... she doesn't get to switch off anymore. How's that her work? every single time. You know, it, it was only for four days. Right. So luckily, it wasn't too bad. And you're crashing on a couch in somebody's... In somebody's room. apartment in yeah. San Francisco. Okay. Feeling not great. Because I'm like, here I am. Well, let's I'm, talk about I, what, How are you feeling not great? Let's talk well, about Well, because that. here I am in San Francisco, uh, working at IGN, you know, like... Walking around the, you know, if, if people have been there, which I'm sure some of you have, you know, the IGN office is great and it's it's quiet and it's a fun place to work. And then she's texting me and he's like, oh, he's won't stop whatever. And I'm going to my mom's because, you know, he's he was he was tough when we first got him or we just we just didn't, you know, and so we just didn't know what to expect. And so it's kind of like babies I'm, are kind of kind of needy. huh? Yeah. And so I remember Thursday. um, the Thursday of that week, somebody was like, "Oh, you know, we're we're all going it," and I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere because I'm not going to go have fun, knowing that she's, yeah, you know, probably going to be wanting to talk." So you had a chance to hang out with these people, some of whom we, you was, really admired, sure. Uh, yeah. And instead, it, the right thing to do, you felt I was like, go "I'm just going to go home." So you go home. What's it like when you first see Jackson when you get home? So I finally get home. 
and yeah it was it was very weird like being home and i'm like you walk into your apartment because it only we'd only had them like month or not not a month my bad like a week week and a half so then you get home and you're oh like, my gosh it all this all happened yeah. in that short of time oh yeah we got him and then i got called two weeks later huh? to go to ign <laughs> yeah so you got him very amanda <laughs> steps away from work and you go to ign all within like and this. i go to ign it hasn't even been a month yet <laughs> how did you two not have strokes <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know so then we uh we uh i get home and i'm like oh yeah i forgot we have a kid like my apartment's in shambles. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you come home, everything um, you come home, and everything's different. Yeah. So uh, yeah, everything's different, and it's like I'm torn because I'm like I'm happy to be home again. I'm happy to be back in my own home. I'm happy to see her and help her with the baby. I'm happy to see the baby. But then I did have a really good time working at IGN. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then I'm just like, man. But then it's, it's tough. It's back to the warehouse. Back, back to the warehouse. It's- it's back to Amanda being home. You guys are switching the shifts off again. Yeah, we're switching during the shifts. All this, during all this time, let's talk about um, let's talk about Jackson for a minute. Okay. Uh, in his, I mean, Jackson's here for the whole story, but yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Jackson for a minute and what it's like raising him. What he is like during this period, because very small children. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't been around them for any extended period of time, <laughs> uh, very different in, in in the way they behave. The children, you know, every yeah. month. Yeah. Something oh, changes, I know. Yeah, right? yeah, okay, no, so, for sure. So during the first few months, you know Jackson. How do you see him change? Well, that's that's the funny thing about having a baby <laughs> is when you're seeing them every day. Um, the story's about to change again, but I, I still want to answer. I want to answer this question. Yeah. The story's about to change again, but uh, no, we'll, um, we'll get there. Don't worry. We go you, back and forth a lot. You see him every day, so to you, nothing's changing, and then you. A year later, now you know he's a, he's a year and a couple months old. You look at pictures of when we first got him, and you're like, "Holy smokes! Yeah. He looks completely different." But where's his hair? But when you're in it, you don't notice. You really don't notice. Much. I don't know. You just you just don't like. To me, the way he looks now is the way he looked when I brought him home. Hmm. Just in your mind, he's yeah. that's fascinating. It's very weird. So, were you there for or for any of his firsts? We were there for. A lot of firsts. Like what? <laughs> so you know, um, let's see. So it's it's you know the first time he rolls over, or okay. the first uh, the first time he he smiles and laughs and stuff like that. And you're like, is it a real smile or is it a baby smile? Like you know, who knows? Um, and then yeah, like I remember one of the big ones was uh, uh, she Skype video messages me while I'm walking on Market Street. Which if you've been to San Francisco, Market Street at 5 p.m. is the worst and she's like market street at 5 p.m is is sort of like being in a mad max movie it is the worst um and i'm like holding my phone and she's like look and he like he's laying on his stomach and then rolls over and you're like oh man like anybody could do that but not him you've never seen him do it it's just a brand new what was your favorite first for him was it that one or was yeah it probably was it probably was like i i would i i know i guess my favorite first was him learning to crawl, like getting in that crawling position and just like rocking back and forth, knowing that he knows what he wants to do, but can't figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally does it. So when he came into your house, he's your he's your nephew. Yep. And you're taking him very suddenly in yeah. strange circumstances. And then all these dynamic changes happen in your life very quickly mm-hmm. with him. And then also what, what's happening in your career. Yeah. Do you, at that time earlier on or over the course of that year, do you find yourself feeling more, were you Jackson's uncle Yeah. or Jackson's yeah. dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. How did you feel? Um, I get, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. So if I could speak for my wife, she would say, you know, she was his mom. But for me, I guess I, it's not that I didn't feel connected to him, but you know, I grew up with my sister and, and, and I wanted him to go, you know, be able to go home to his family. And so I thought to myself, I'm his uncle and his guardian protector. 
un, you know, but then we didn't know, like maybe we're going to keep him. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's like, I, I don't know. I just kind of told so, myself, so like, to clarify, that's there, when I'll become. So there were conditions under which he might return to yeah. his birth family. And you yeah. were cognitive of those and hoped that things would work out in sure. a way that everybody was able to have a good relationship with Jackson that was long lasting. So okay. you have your, you have your tryout stint at IGN doing yep. a freelance project. Yes. Then you come back. Jackson's there. Yep. Your wife is not at her job anymore. She's staying home with him. Yeah. You're working back in the warehouse. Yep. And things go back to normal or not? Things go back to normal for two and a half weeks. <laughs> okay. So it's like, oh, da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. okay. Uh, oh, my phone he's... just went off. It's Darren Brazil. <laughs> okay. Now, Darren Brazil, another IGN Another IGN back. person. And it's, hey... You know, do you want to come work at IGN full time? So then it's Whoa. like, <laughs> and that so was you it. Get the call. <laughs> so the that, call. that was it. It was just, it was just. He was like, yeah. He's like, you would start about a week from now. We have to set up your desk and all that. But do you want to come work at IGN full time? And again, to culminate, this is this is based on years of preparation <laughs> before yep. everything happened with Jackson. It's like and this now, was all supposed to happen two or three years before we ever had a kid. And then we would move up and then have a kid. And it's like, it just had to happen after. <laughs> so Jackson's there. He's tiny. He doesn't sleep much. Cries a lot. Changes a lot. Babies at that age, they kind of eat. They kind of sleep. Yep. They kind of wake up. They cry. Go to the bathroom. Yep. Kind of do this. There's also another part I'm leaving out. <laughs> so what else? So we had Jackson for a week. And then I went to IGN, came back. And then we also got my niece. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is, is this Jackson's sister? This is Jackson's sister. Who is how old? She's 15. <laughs> so now. So you come, <laughs> you leave, you come back four days later, and you have two children. So now we have two children. Living in yeah. your house. So basically, Whoa. we're going to go to bed for the night, and I get a phone call, and they're like, hey, uh, Samantha's here. Do you want to come pick her up? And we're like, yeah, we're on our way. <laughs> so you've gone from the two of you having jobs in the small town you live in, yep. living by yourselves, kind of mm-hmm. doing your thing, to an invitation to go work at your dream job after years of work. Your yeah. wife <laughs> no longer at her job. Yeah. And a newborn and a 15-year-old. And a 15-year-old girl. I, which, I need, which we even had less what time was to your, What was your mental state at this point? And what was Amanda's? Your wife. I was cool. Really? <laughs> really? I, I, I guess I'm just like, man, this is a lot. All right, well, time to go to work. <laughs> I don't know. It was. Did, did it take I you guess. and Amanda long to reach consensus on you going back to IGN? Yeah, so, I mean, that was more of a discussion. So, with the whole freelance thing, we're like, I'll be back in four days. Yeah, well, and let's then, talk about the big move. I'm wondering if she knew at that moment. So, I didn't know if I would be coming back or not. But I, I'm wondering if she knew because then I get that email. You know, I talk to him on the phone and I'm like, they want me to go work full time. And she's just like, she's, you know, just kind of like, well, okay. <laughs> Is that how it went? Okay. That's basically how it went. Was no. was I? We talked for a little bit. Obviously, there was a discussion, but it was just like, like how how is it going to work? And we have this discussion about how it's going to work. I'm going to come home every single weekend. And that's what we did. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay. And is that the, the term you're going to come home and then eventually you're going to work your way toward moving all you up there? Or well, so were you planning on living down here and commuting every So they can't move ah. when they're foster children. They can't okay. move. They have to stay in the county. So um, it's I'm moving and you can move up here with me when the kids go back. When's that mm-hmm. going to be? Who knows? We don't know. We have no idea. And <laughs> at this point, there's still the possibility that that Jackson and Samantha are not going to go back. Right? Well, Samantha, Samantha could go back, but Jackson wouldn't be. What? So then it's just the whole dynamics of the whole thing. Like she has a dad that she would then go with. Um, but Jackson possibly wasn't going to be going back. So then, but, but if it came to that, then he would be allowed to move. Okay. So there is an end game where yeah. you get to bring him along. But you just eventually, have to wait that eventually she's okay. coming up with me and it's either with a baby or with not. <laughs> okay. That helps me understand. All right. Yep. Thank you for that. And 
career-wise, the, the money's better, uh, if I understand correctly. Um, taking the IGN job, <laughs> that was a that was a step up. So career-wise, yes, but financially, not really, because now I'm staying in hotels or paying to stay in. I, I eventually found a place with somebody I just met on Craigslist. Some girl named jessica that i'd met on craigslist yeah my rent was a thousand dollars a month my rent back home was 800 for my whole apartment yeah and now mark's in san francisco paying a thousand dollars for one room yeah but i made more and so honestly we, that's we a made pretty good work. deal for san francisco yeah it wasn't bad it's a great deal for well, san it, was francisco. A, it was a super nice apartment and everything was fine so can i have can i have that number I, like, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately she moved <laughs> that's an um, incredible deal for san francisco <laughs> but it's just super it's just super weird because it's like it's like, hey, like you're married, and now your wife's at home with two kids, and you live with a stranger you met on Craigslist yep. in San Francisco. And you're coming home three and a half hours each way every weekend. Yeah, so I leave on Friday. I drive straight home. I get home at about 10 or 11 at night, and then we hang out, and then I go back up on Sunday. Now, what's that like when it I comes to— I put a lot of miles on my car. <laughs> Let's talk about Jackson. Sure. Every week you're going away. And yeah. every week you're coming weekend you're coming home. Yeah. Amanda's up every night with him. Yep. So I have to ask, what's that doing to your relationship? So it's it's one of those things where it would get rough sometimes because I uh San Francisco, I had never lived in a city. I was used to getting in my car and just being where I needed to go. San Francisco, you're taking buses, you're walking a lot, whatever. So I'm in this foreign place. And, you know, I'm trying to figure things out. And so it'd be pretty rough. And then I'd get home and I'm like, ah, oh, it's the weekend. I'm out of San Francisco. I'm out of IGN. Like, it's it's the weekend. And she's like, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go take a break <laughs> yeah. because I've had this baby all week. And good have fun <laughs> yeah so i'm not saying she completely abandoned me every weekend obviously but it, it, it wasn't like that but it was it was a lot of it was a lot of oh amanda i'm home for the week and she's like okay i've had this baby all week so it's like it's not you know i'm exhausted yeah Your i'm turn. super exhausted <laughs> so um, both of you very very tired and yeah. not really seeing much of each other yeah meanwhile in all this jackson how is he doing in in this this very dynamic situation uh how i mean is he healthy is he, he's great how are things going with if it's okay for me to ask with social services at this point is there any progress toward whether or not it, a resolution on whether he's staying with you or going somewhere else yeah so eventually it gets to the point where you're you're just you're getting told court dates and stuff like that yeah and so nothing's happening until it's like you know court dates two months from now okay nothing's going to happen in those two months. So um, luckily he's a baby. <laughs> so he's just, he's just, he's just being a baby. He's cool. He's doing uh, right. He cries a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. He was just, he was a tough baby. But so we got through it and all this have walks and stuff happens fun. in your life. All this dynamism, all this change. And then we're sure. going to fast forward a little okay. at the end. You end up working out great at IGN. And Thank we're you, sitting, we're <laughs> sitting in your apartment outside San Francisco with you and your wife. We did it, <laughs> but Jackson isn't here. Yeah. At the beginning of this episode, I asked you, "Tell me about somebody you're thankful for." Mm -hmm. You've told me an amazing story, full of learning and change. Easily the the most transformative year of your life. Sure. It's an incredible, incredible yeah. amount of change in a short period. Mm -hmm. Why are you thankful for Jackson? So I'm, I like, I mean, two years ago, you know, if you, if you, nobody else can see, but if you look around my apartment, it's not the greatest thing ever, but you know, we got a TV, we got a PlayStation, Xbox one, a gaming PC, and these are all things that we wanted. So we bought them. And that was just that. Oh, we wanted to, we, we'd go to Taco Bell at one o'clock in the morning because we were up playing video games and. We wanted to make a Taco Bell run, and and uh, we were terrible with money. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, you just can't do those things anymore. And it, I'm, 
I'm thankful that I don't know. I guess that, that we're just different people now. Like, you're, are you you're thankful because you've changed priorities? I mean, it sounds kind of fun to be able to run out and buy an <laughs> Xbox and a PS4 and a TV and when you wanted to. It, before. it is fun, but it also it also makes it where you never have money saved up and your apartment's a mess because you don't care if it's clean. When you have a baby, your apartment needs to be your your house needs to stay somewhat clean. It's hard to do, but why they, is that important? Well, they start crawling around and, <laughs> and they start and every when they start crawling around, you can have a little piece of paper way over there and he will find it. They will find it and they will put it in their mouth. Okay. <laughs> they will find anything and then you know social services comes over and and they want to take a look at the apartment. They, you know, they're not going to tell you when they're going to show up. They just show up, and so, you know, it. It. I. I'm thankful for him because he made me a better person and made me realize that there are more important things than just doing for ourselves. What are those things? What are the more important things? Doing for a kid. A baby like him who might need it. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that because this entire time you've told an amazing story. You've talked a lot about what happened, the incredible transformation. You've talked about the lessons of of, of practicality, but I'm not sure you've put enough weight. Thanks to your <laughs> th- and I, I think that some of this is your is your humility. You guys haven't talked an awful lot about what about the fact that you just decided to take care of a baby that needed somebody <laughs> and you felt like he'd be in better hands with you maybe than with strangers that you wanted to hold a family together yeah. that you wanted to, you haven't, you're, I, I feel like you're, you're kind of selling yourself short here. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, is every, everything that's going on in everybody's life, me changing jobs, Amanda being tired or being sick and, you know his parents you know social services is involved and all this stuff none of that is his fault he's just something he's just he's just a thing that exists now and he needs you to take care of him and so that's what it was was i'm like you know i'm exhausted but i'm going home because you know the baby needs us and and amanda needs me and and Amanda needing me helps him because then it helps lower her stress and okay. stuff like that. So it's just it's just stuff like that. I would say I'm thankful for him because he's made me less selfish. That's helpful. Yeah. So where is he, Mark? Because he's not here. So where he's, did he's back with his parents? He's back with his parents. And yeah. is is that a good thing now? Yes, it's yeah. great. So um, Amanda's parents became very involved in his life. Um, obviously, my parents are, and uh, and so it's. It's yeah, he's back and I get tons of pictures of him all the time. Amanda just went home two or three weeks ago and and visited him and took a bunch of pictures with him. And uh he's just free for us to see whenever we want. He's in a good environment now? Yeah, he's in a great environment and now we get to just buy him fun stuff. <laughs> so, it's a it's a a happy end. What about the day that he's What about that last day that he's with you? So, the last day that he's with me i'm was was a sunday because i he went back on like a tuesday so i i don't know i i try to not get choked up and stuff like that it's, it's not who i am i'm cool but uh no i'm just joking but it's it's one of those where i'm like you know i end up making her cry because i i'm just holding him and i'm just like well, you know, like I remember saying the words like it was an honor being your foster parent <laughs> to him and to him because I knew that that was pretty much the last moment that that was that was I was about to get in my car and the next time I would see him, I wouldn't be his foster parent anymore. I was yeah. back to just being his uncle. And uh and so and so it was. So basically, I held him and and I don't know. I guess so my my parents were there and he kept <laughs> i feel like he would just do this every time but he kept like walking over like he would he would crawl over and he was he was at this point uh when he went back where he can crawl up and and stand by holding on to something and he was like holding the door and everyone's like oh like he doesn't want you to leave and and then we talked about it after and my wife was like i feel like he knew that that was it that i was leaving and 
by the time I came back, like that would be that. He would be back home, and I would just be back to being his uncle. If that's true or not, who knows? But you said you was, said you, know, was, you, you try not to get choked up. You're cool. <laughs> but uh, it was yeah. but it was it was tough getting in the car and being like, you know, I know he's going back, and then and then I remember. So then Tuesday. She was like, yeah, he's he's supposed to be going back at like four. We're supposed to go drop him off. And she's a wreck. And then and then she goes and drops him off. And and I thought I was like, she'll be cool. And she wasn't very cool. And so then we get we get home the next weekend and we're just like, like, I come home that next weekend. And I'm just like, there's nothing to do. <laughs> You're sitting like, in an empty we don't house. we don't have an apartment. Like, yeah, it's just like our house is just empty now. And we didn't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> Because it's like everything's different. It had been in eight months. It for what seemed long while it was happening, all of a sudden it was just over, and we were just like, "Wow!" It was quiet. It was very quiet. I mean, what happened in that silence? We went and visited him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so for that, your first, your first, your first quiet day. We went and picked him up. You went and picked him up. (laughs) Is there any? That's funny. Is there any part of you um, that regrets that you didn't become his father in the long term? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, you know, you worry about him a lot, and and it and it's you know we we try to make good financial decisions, and we know that we would be great parents, but that's not our decision to make. And that's not, you know, it's just, it's not up for us to decide. So it's like, if all of a sudden I got the phone call today, hey, you know, can he come live with you? It'd be like, yeah. But it's not up to us. And um, he's happy where he is and his parents love him. And that's good. Last question for you before we uh, move over to other things. Um, if, uh, if YouTube endures, and we suspect it will. <laughs> One day he's going to be old enough to understand what's going on. He's going to see this. He's right. going to watch this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're going to be younger in this video than he's ever seen you or under- remembers you. And you're you're talking about him. Yeah. And he's watching right now. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say to him? Um. Well, it's it's. I would hope that I wouldn't have to say anything to him. Because I hope I can be with him while he's watching it. That's cool. That's, yep. We're stopping it right there. That's great. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Thank you for telling that story. I really appreciate it. You're that. welcome, Jared. <laughs> so we switch gears now over to uh, Instant Noodles, a lightning round of questions that I'm sure you're familiar with by now. Sure. Uh, and uh, before we do that, we want to remind our audience that you can send your questions, comments, and short. We try to keep them 140 characters. So thanks to mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. That's mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Send yours in, and we may very well read them on the air. We always appreciate getting feedback from you there. So let's jump right in with uh, this week's batch of instant noodles. I love instant noodles. Yep. Number one, my all-time favorite question, user <laughs> submitted, and still my favorite, what is best sandwich? What is best sandwich? Pastrami sandwich. Oh! From oh. Togo's. Oh, my God. Togo's? Dude, I love Togo's. Do you realize how angry you just made the entire city of New York? I don't even care. Oh, you want to talk about New York getting angry at me? So, across <laughs> across, <laughs> across the street from the IGN office is a place called Tony Slice House. Yeah. And it's the worst. It is the worst. I like Tony's Slice House. Get on right out of here. They're really good. It's the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. No, it's yummy. And the told... pepperoni's great. And don't you dare be mean. Masha, who works behind the counter, is my friend. Dude, the people that work there are super nice. Oh, they're great. They serve me great meatballs because the pizza's the worst. Pizza's great. <laughs> don't listen to this guy. And I'm told, oh, it's because it's New York-style pizza. And I'm like, okay. well, then... I hate New York pizza. Okay. And I was with a bunch of, I was with Vince and I was with Mike Ransky and, I was, and they were not happy. No, so. no. So, okay. So I'm, I'm going to try to correct your, your ignorance that's on display here. Uh, first off, pastrami sandwiches are great, but yes. so I didn't think I liked New York style pizza either uh-huh. for a long time. Uh, although I, and you really love the pepperoni slice at Tony's. I think it's really good. Um, uh, I think it's a, it's a wonderful uh, kind of New York style pizza. Sure. But, 
I had never been to New York until a few years ago and okay. I went for a business trip with Ryan McCaffrey, who's from the area, and nice. he took me on a, a tour of the city. Yeah. It's like, Jared, I know what you're saying about the pizza. I know you say you don't like the New York-style pizza, but you mm-hmm. haven't had it. He said, we're going to walk down the street, and you just we're just going to point. Just pick a piece of pizza stand on the corner. Yeah. The oven in the back. The pizza's going to be $3, and it's going to be the, one of the best slices you ever put in your mouth. Okay. And we walked down the street, and there was a place just kind of sitting there half open with a pizza oven in the back. And we're like, how about there? We go over there. Ryan's like, yeah, that place would be good. It's got the oven. You know, it's authentic. We sit down. The pizza's $3. That's one of the best slices I ever put in my mouth. <laughs> um, Ryan was right. Now, I I do prefer Chicago deep dish style pies okay. to New York pizza. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, but in New York, it's better. It's, it's just better. <laughs> yeah, but. I will not hear the noble name of Tony's besmirched on this fine program because they make good pizza. Are you sponsored by Tony's? No, I'm not sponsored. I like their pizza. It's really, really good. At least 10 pounds of this is Tony's pizza. The tomato basil is really good, too. So we don't have Togo's where I'm from. So I, I, that's new to me. And their pastrami sandwich is the best. So mm, it's really good. What is best sandwich? What is best Togo's sandwich? pastrami. Togo's pastrami. <laughs> what is the best song written in the last 100 years? Oh, the best song right in the last one of the year. Oh, man, that is a tough one. Yep. But I'm going to say one of the most covered songs in the world, Yesterday by the Beatles. Oh, you're not the first person to say that. Really? Yeah, that's come up before. Oh, Uh wow. So this is actually the third Beatles song and the second Yesterday. Really? Now, this is not – maybe not in – by the way, these air out of order, so who knows how that actually comes out. But, yeah. I I might be the fifth by by then. Uh, it's a great song. There's it's it, it. There's a reason it's the most covered song in the world. Yeah, it's a fantastic. <laughs> it's song. very very good. Just about perfect. Sure. What's the first word you think of when you hear the sound of your own voice? Uh, deep. <laughs> deep. What's your favorite deep. flavor of ice cream? Uh, butter pecan. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Really like, good, yeah, right? That's good. That's, I mean. Ice cream. You really can't go wrong, but butter pecan's super good. Yeah, butter pecan's <laughs> really great. That's why I like that. You know, it's like that. It's like the, like the, that movie, the best of the best. It's sure. like the ice cream's already the best. Yeah, and then you make the best ice cream. It's, just, yeah. it's like pizza. Yeah. It's there's it's the best somewhere, but it's usually always good unless you go to Tony Slice. Anyways, next question. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna love me. Yeah. <laughs> if you could travel through time uh-huh. and meet anybody, who would you visit? Woo. One person oh, you get to visit man. them. That is a tough one. Yeah. But it's a um, new, so you got to answer quick. Oh, okay. I don't really have a time machine, so, okay. can't, you know, there's not a lot at stake here. But uh, I'd love to meet uh, Thomas Andrews. So. Expound. <laughs> so you know who Thomas Andrews is. I, I keep going. Okay. So Thomas Andrews is the uh, lead architect of the Titanic. No, I didn't know that. Okay. So basically, he's just this genius works at harlan and wolf you know he, he's um just this really great architect and he has this like mind for beautiful furniture and stuff and obviously the t- titanic is a was beautiful you know all those ships mm-hmm. were and uh and a lot of people know that he went down with the ship mm-hmm. and so it's one of those things where it's like i'd love to meet him but by the time i'd have a chance to talk with him the questions i'd want to ask are just too late because i i want to know what was going through his mind as the Titanic went down, like as, just, as his this masterpiece in human engineering that he had built went down? What he was thinking. I'd love to know what he was thinking. That's a great question. I love that. Or, or that's a great answer. I love that. Yeah. It's fascinating. I'd be very interested. I think I've, I'd want to ask him, so what's Billy Zane like? <laughs> but... That's that's I think that's very, I'm sorry that was dumb. No, that was good. Uh, <laughs> the Titanic movie's great. Man, I tell you, <laughs> Titan Billy Zane in Titanic is he's so good. He might be like as good as Darth Vader. He's one of the best bad guys ever. Oh, we just were like, just talking about the Titanic, and they're like, it's so mean that she threw the thing, and I'm like, oh, well, he's evil. Though. That 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 movie is garbage, but Billy Zane in that movie is. He is brilliant. He's very good. He's, He's very like, good. Hello, I am evil, McEvil man. That's yeah. Doctor Evil from Austin like, Powers. Let me, let me, let me murder this puppy. Is, is he doing this? Now? Hello, I'm very evil I now. Have a child. Oh, I'm self-absorbed. Oh, those poor people down there. Let me, let me set them on fire. I feel like I'm watching Titanic yeah, right that's now. What it's like, yeah. oh, you're like, so good. Oh, Billy Zane is so good. They should make Titanic really Two: The Return of Billy Zane. Let's see. <laughs> Um, what's the most terrifying creature in the natural world? Oh man, 
I want to say anything from Australia, but I know that th- I know most of those myths aren't true. Alana's from Australia. Is she terrifying? No, 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 no. I mean, like the creatures. Okay, all right. of Australia. All right. Um, but uh, I know that's like a myth. I don't know. Yeah, spiders. Spiders. Spiders, spiders are, are probably the worst. Yeah, I was thinking I might, <laughs> I might uh, uh, change that if we do a, the Halloween episode, we might do pockets full of spiders. Uh, Ooh. Of, you know, just fill your pockets. Am I not the first? Spiders? No, think we're just going to take the guest and we're going to fill their pockets with spiders mm. and then see what happens. What Real think? spiders? Yeah, just live okay. spiders. Well, I'm glad I'm recording now. Yeah, in September. No, I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was your first kiss? Uh, Amanda Medina. She's sitting right there. You married your first, <laughs> the first person you ever kissed. Yes. <laughs> Mark. And you guys have been together how long now? 13 years. 13 years. That must have been. She s- took her headphones out. I can hear her laugh. That must have been some kiss. <laughs> no. No? Was it a bad kiss? <laughs> no. So basically my friend was in the room and, uh, we were like, gonna kiss. And then like, but we were like hiding. And then like, I totally missed and like kissed her on her cheek, which I mean that was a classy move, right? So then like he left, and we were like, "All right, he's gone," and and yeah, went for it. Whoa, there you go, and you Nailed married it. her, and then I married her the next day. No, <laughs> well, it can't have been too long. You guys got married when you were like seven, so something. <laughs> See, cake or pie? Uh, pie. Yeah, that's yeah. the right answer. Hershey's Always. cream pie. Oh, that's really good. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's really really good. Fruit pies are good too. If yeah. they are doused in whipped cream, though. Oh, I, ooh, that's an interesting addition. Right. I like that. I do like whipped cream in my pie. Yeah. By sure. the way, I should make fun of you getting married young. I got married young, too. All right. Yeah, yeah, young marriages. Yeah. Um, what's one question you have for me? Who are you thankful for? <laughs> uh, we're, doing, we're doing that one later. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. Like a, like, a, like a lightning round question? Just ask me a question. Okay. You only get one. Um, what's your favorite part of the day? Oh, that's a great question. Um, my favorite part of the day is when I tuck my wife in at night. There um, you go. I have tucked my wife in at night almost every night sure. for the last 15 years. But She's yeah. thinking right now. Good answer. Uh, but no, it really is just my favorite moment of the day. Sweet. It's tucking her in. Awesome. Um, uh, she usually goes to bed before I do, and yeah. I like it. That's because you're working all the time. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on, Mark. It was super fun. Where can people follow you? Check uh, out. So my Twitter is at Mark underscore Medina, and uh, I do IGN stuff. My name's not on a lot of it, but uh, I do Naomi plays every uh, Wednesday with Naomi Kyle. Yeah, you guys Super do uh, do the you guys do Let's Plays every Wednesday yeah, we from uh, one to three, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so if you are interested in that it's super funny she's super funny to stream with you guys have great chemistry i yeah. like you i like you two together. she's the funny one i just sit there she's yeah. awesome you're the straight man you're, <laughs> well, that's like leslie nielsen and like you know all his movies he's the straight man like yeah. it, 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 everything zany is I, happening around him I, I keep it uh i keep it serious and yeah. she's just a goofball yep so i am super serious. fun i am serious and don't call me shirley there we go um yeah. but Hey, uh, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments, Julie on YouTube, for your ratings on iTunes. Thanks for the subscriptions. Uh, thanks for the help on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Jared Petty. Uh, we you know, throw that out there, patreon.com just slash Jared Petty at the end of every show. But uh, your, uh, your generosity keeps us going. So thank you very, very much for that. Hope you enjoy. And uh, until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>